0: Good evening, friends, and welcome to Worship as Beloved People of God. I'm Pastor Mark Hall from United Lutheran Church in Prairie Farm. Our Wednesday evening Lenten services have the theme, Seeking a Living Faith in a Troubled World, Remembering Who We Are. And tonight we remember we are blessed by God. As members of the body of Christ, we are beloved, chosen, blessed, broken, and given for the healing of of our community, our country, and our world. During Lent we remember we were joined to Jesus Christ in his death and resurrection in holy baptism. Our scripture reading, the first reading from 1st Peter. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. By his great mercy he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Although you have not seen him, you love him, and even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and rejoice with an indescribable and glorious joy, for you are receiving the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Here ends the reading. In our Gospel from Matthew, the 25th chapter, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him. He will separate people from one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep at his right hand and the goats at the left. And the king will say to those at his right hand, Come! you that are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food? Or thirsty and gave you something to drink and when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you or naked and gave you clothing and when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you and the king will answer them truly I tell you just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family you did it to me here ends the reading of the gospel In Jesus' words that we just heard, he describes who is blessed by the Father, those who act with compassion, care, and justice toward others, giving food to the hungry, giving the thirsty a drink, giving welcome to a stranger, giving clothing to the naked, giving attention to those imprisoned. Those blessed by the Father live their lives by being a blessing to others, especially people who are in need. Recently I heard Jewish writer and teacher Ariel Berger interviewed on the On Being radio program and one word he talked about from the Hebrew language of the Bible was the word blessing. Blessing in the Hebrew has the same letters and is related to the word knees. Blessing is connected to the way you bend your knees to the way you fall on your knees. Your knees are what you need to bend when you pick up something. There is a way that being blessed comes with a sense of responsibility because to be a blessing involves picking up and carrying heavy things. caring for the hungry, the thirsty, strangers who need clothing, people who are in prison. In the on-being program, Ariel Berger related a story that his son had shared with him that connects being blessed with being a blessing. He said his son was recently on a semester abroad program, and while traveling and studying, his son made a good friend named Mason. One of the countries the student group traveled to was Poland for 10 days. When they got to Poland, they spent time studying Jewish life in that country, and they visited some of the concentration camps from World War II, sites where Nazis imprisoned Jewish people, the places where some of the six million Jews were killed. On the third day of their visit to Poland, Mason disappeared for the day. He was accompanied by one of the counselors on the study abroad program. Neither Mason nor the counselor told any of the other students in the group where they were going. When they got back at the end of the day, they wouldn't tell the group where they had gone. But later, Mason told Ariel's son, because of their friendship, where they had been. And this is what Mason told about where they had been that day. Mason's grandparents were survivors of the Holocaust. They were married three weeks before the deportation to Auschwitz. In Auschwitz, they were separated into men's side and women's side. Every evening, Mason's grandfather would go to the fence separating the men's and women's side of the camp to meet his wife, to bring her a crust of bread or extra potato, or just to see her. These evening meetings at the fence came to an end when Mason's grandmother was transferred to a rabbit farm on the outskirts of Auschwitz, where the Nazis were doing experiments on rabbits that had to do with finding a cure for typhus. The rabbit farm was run by a Polish man who noticed that the rabbits were getting better care than the imprisoned Jewish slave laborers. And so this Polish man began to sneak in food for the inmates, including Mason's grandmother. One day Mason's grandmother cut her arm on some barbed wire and the cut became infected. The Jewish inmates were not provided with any health care, even something as simple as antibiotics, and there was no way that she, a Jew, would get proper medicine or treatment. So the Polish man who was in charge of running this rabbit farm cut his own arm open and placed his wound on the infected wound of Mason's grandmother so that he would get the infection himself, infection she had, and he became infected. He then went to the Nazis and said, I am one of your best managers. This rabbit farm is very productive. If I die you're going to lose a lot of productivity. I need medicine." The Nazis got the manager the medicine that he needed, and the manager shared it with Mason's grandmother, and it saved her life. So, Mason concluded his story saying, when I left our study group the other day, I went to see that Polish man who is still alive and living on the outskirts of Warsaw. I went to visit him and to say to him, thank you for my life." Ariel Berger, who heard this story from his son, found himself reflecting, wondering, what does it take to be the kind of person who will share someone else's wound, in spite of all the pressure To see this other person as less valuable, less valuable even than a rabbit. What does it take to push against all that pressure and do the right thing? To see the other person as a valuable person when everything around you is telling you not to. The Bible's perspective, from that perspective of the Bible, The fundamental principle of living our life is really three words. Be a blessing. Be a blessing. As God's people, we are blessed in order to be a blessing. To be a blessing means to bend our knees, to pick up and carry heavy things. It feels like we are being asked to carry a lot right now. This weekend will mark the one-year anniversary of the COVID-19 pandemic, especially the nationwide and statewide measures to suppress the coronavirus transmission, which took effect changing so many things in our lives. We have had to carry a lot in our, in our own lives, as individuals, in our families, in our community, in our world thinking about, caring about, protecting the health and safety of people around us. But as hard as this past year has been, there has been a blessing in it too. The blessing of freeing me to think of something bigger than myself. Have you felt blessed in that way too? Being freed to think of something bigger than yourself? With the responsibility to think about others, we are freed from our own anxieties. And self-centeredness. In the words of 1 Peter, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. By his great mercy he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So as heavy as this time or any time in our life might be, we are blessed by God's willing sacrifice for us in Jesus Christ and the new birth into a living hope that we have been given for we are blessed in order to be a blessing I like the words of the hymn will you let me be your servant let me be as Christ to you pray that I may have the grace to let you be my servant to we are pilgrims on a journey we are travelers on the road we are here to help each other walk the mile bear the load I will hold the Christ light for you in the nighttime of your fear. I will hold my hand out to you, speak the peace you long to hear. I will weep when you are weeping, when you laugh I'll laugh with you. I will share your joy and sorrow till we've seen this journey through. Let us pray. We give you thanks, Heavenly Father, especially for the good we are permitted to give and receive. This day is now past, and we commit it to you. We entrust to you the night. We rest in certainty, for you are our help, and you neither slumber nor sleep. And so we pray with confidence the prayer you taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done